And I think the most fundamental question about humanity is that we walk on two legs. And walking on two legs is enormously important because if we were using our hands for support, we couldn't manipulate things with tools. And the development of bipedalism is, I think, the start of the human story. And it probably goes back to between six and seven million years. Again, what occasioned it? Climate change. Getting from here to the point of realization that it can't and getting to a point where serious actions will be taken is, is complex, and I don't think anyone yet has the solution. But I've heard it said, and I would share this, that the, the, the recent almost um, panic about the economic meltdown, which is very significant and it has obviously affected everybody in different ways, is, is a pinprick in terms of the implications of climate change to society over the next 50 years. And we haven't really seen a crisis of the kind that is in store for us in the very near future. I worry and, 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 and feel concerned about whether we are not still thinking in the same box about how we do things. I worry that the way we conserve, the way we think of the future, is inadequate to the challenge ahead. Should we now not change tack? Should we now not recognize that despite the best efforts of the best conservationists, many of these areas will not support life? And when it comes to the reality of competition between the survival of rural communities and the survival of wildlife, there is no politician I know who will say that the wildlife survives and the people don't. And I think we have to accept that. And I think we have to therefore think of ways in which if the worst were to happen and the, 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 the most grave situation arises, that we still have the capacity down the road, 50 years, 100 years, to put back some of the wild species when this current episode, which is the first to be humanly induced, passes and where we will still, if we have the real estate, be able to go back to putting in limited numbers of species where they used to live. But to do that, we've got to preserve the genetic material and we've got to have a master plan that looks at some of these things. I don't think it's a question of giving up, but I do think one of the things that characterizes this stage in the human story is that we tend to be very narrow in our thinking. Very few people are prepared to think laterally and see the thing in the context of our time on Earth. Our time on Earth is 65,000 years as the species we are today. Our time on Earth as a bipedal ape is six or seven million years ago. We surely can afford to think in terms of 100 years. Uh, this is, I said to the, 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 organ, the leadership of the IUCN, the International Union of Conservation of Nature, in the 60 years they've existed, if you project that forward, there will be no need for an IUCN because they will have lost the species they're talking about unless they fundamentally alter the way they deal with it. I could talk on many subjects at, at great length, but we don't have time this evening, so I'll turn it over now to a few questions and then let you have your dinner. I know when you go on these trips, everyone thinks you've got oodles of energy, but they don't really know how strained that energy levels may be for some of you tonight. So. I will at least recognize it. Any questions? My name's Karen Raz from NYU Law and a Reynolds Fellow. I'm really intrigued by your point about looking laterally to understand or to think about problem solving for the future. And I'm curious if you think that there's a lack of education about human history 
that might prevent us from thinking laterally in that way. Um, just for example, I, I read a book a few years ago that for the first time gave me a really comprehensive look at what it means to be human and how short our time here has been. And I don't ever remember getting that strong perspective growing up in public schools. I think when, when first, first of all, I, I think before you look laterally, you need to think laterally. And I make the distinction because it is very different. Um, I think education is one thing, awareness is another. And I think your generation probably has access to more information than any generation in the human story has had up to now. But whether you're aware of the meaning of the information that's available to you, I'm not sure. And that is a fundamental flaw, I think, in the way we nurture the next generation to deal with the challenges ahead. I also think we've, we've got ourselves into a position where perhaps it once worked, but today it doesn't, where so much is tied up to a political process that has such a short time frame. And I think we've got to think about the implications. And perhaps in many ways the, the, the opportunity for lateral thinking is going to be brought about not through the politicians and the parliaments and the congresses, but through the internet and through the movement of ideas en masse across cultural barriers. And I think there is probably something there that we haven't quite understood that could be extremely useful and beneficial to changing the way we think. And it's really, if we think differently, we can act differently. We can't be persuaded to act differently if we haven't thought it appropriate to do so. And it's much more than education. It's, it's, it's participation, it's, it's ownership, it's involvement. And I think that is one of the challenges we face. And certainly in some of the more, um, I wouldn't say um, developed or, or sophisticated societies, but in some societies, let's put it, um, you have enormous access but you produce some incredibly shallow thinkers as a result of that process. If you say that the Earth could not support 12 billion people, that strongly suggests that you believe we should curtail the growth of our population, if not cut it back, which politically would be dynamite. Is there another way, through technology, could we learn to produce food to support such a population? Could we learn to allocate space to support such a population? And if we did that, would it just be a, a band-aid? Because then the next five or six billion people would have to do something else. So is it inevitable that you mean we must cut back our growth? Human I, growth. I would say this, because as I've been reminded, we don't have much time. I don't think we should curtail the population. I think the population should be curtailed. And therein lies part of this problem. Who's to say who's too many and who's to say we're not too many? In other words, is it the wealthy that survive? Well, they must be curtailed. You must find them. Must be curtailed. I think it will be a self, ultimately self-correcting, but I don't think we have the time. I think there are enormous opportunities for the existing population to live, provided certain political decisions were made, which I don't believe will be made at the way we stand today. This, I think, is a crisis, but you will not solve a crisis if you don't accept there is one. And sadly, on a four-year time frame, crises are hard to see. The real crisis is how do you get another four? 
Therein, I think, is the problem. But lateral thinking may provide the answer. We have no other way to go. Give us your answer. I think it's development, and I think it's cutting out waste. The, the, the Western American, it's not Western because Australia has the same, and that's the Eastern. Um, the way of life in, 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 in the developed economies is largely obsolescence and throwaway. The energy that consumes is outrageous. There's no reason why we couldn't have a good standard of living without throwing away 70% of what we, we, we're using. That would change the dynamics for a period of time where hopefully other ideas would come forward. But you can't suppress two-thirds of the op population and maintain wastage at the top. Thank you all very much.